Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. I want to give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our uh, assistant producer. Um, I like to say every week because it is so true. They do all the heavy lifting to make sure that this podcast comes out week after week. I much appreciate all that both of those individuals do. I'm sitting here uh, on this uh, Christmas Eve episode uh, talking with Betty Ryan, executive pastor here at Crosswinds, a familiar guest to those of us, those who listen to this podcast. Betty, thanks so much for, for being a part of this. Love to do it. Thank you. And we really, so this is, this is the 23rd, uh, or it will be the 23rd in podcast land uh, when it's released. And I, we just want to encourage people to come on out to Christmas Eve service um, and to invite people to come on out. Um, Betty, you can speak to this, but w- we were both talking about some research that we just came across that like 80-some percent of people would show up in church if they were asked by a trusted friend, and yet 2% on average of Christians actually invite people to their church. And, and I said to you, there, there's gold in them hills, right? Uh, just a simple ask could be the difference between someone coming and not coming. And more importantly, someone hearing the gospel and possibly receiving Christ as Lord and Savior, which is the greatest Christmas present anyone can receive. And, and so what we're doing is we want to encourage people, come on out, be a part of Christmas Eve service, and, and share some things that maybe you haven't considered when we think about what, what opportunity we have on Christmas Eve to actually, not only for ourselves to come and worship the Lord, but for those who maybe are, are new, uh, de-churched, haven't been to church, whatever, to come and, and be a part of the service that we're offering uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, I think even even the, at, this, at this date, knowing that it's coming right up, you know, uh, there's an opportunity, there's uh, Christmas brings with it... Um, for even the non-believer, a presence, you know, around it that is an excitement, and there's tradition around it, and there's celebration around it. So to be able to invite someone to come to a Christmas Eve service where they can enjoy the service together with friends and family is wonderful. And our services are at 2, 4, and 6. And so there's a variety of times. So if you've got a Christmas dinner in the evening, you can come earlier. If you've got something going on earlier, you can come a little bit later and start your evening off. Um, and for some, again, even for the non-believer, if it's tradition that brings them, that's okay because we'll allow the Lord then to do His work in their life. Um, I know that whoever attends on those Christmas Eves, the Lord has a plan. Yeah, you know, in in my family, uh, my parents, especially my mom, um, would come to church infrequently, both of them infrequently. Um, but on Easter, we all went to church. And then on Christmas Eve, it was it was uh, typical. My mom would come with me. Um, and so, you know, uh, within house language, within church, some people call them Christers. You know, they come just Easter and Christmas. And, you know, for me, that's a group of people that I have a deep love for. Sure. Because uh, my experience is that my parents were those people until they weren't, uh, until they came to know Christ, that then fellowshipping together on a regular basis, weekly, became a part of their discipline, their spiritual discipline in their life, right? But until then, that, that gave them exposure every time to the gospel. And, and the other thing I'd add with that is you talked about the fact that maybe they're listening to this podcast, it's Friday, you know, how are they going to invite people to service tomorrow? 
One of my memories, one of my fondest memories, in fact, as we talked about this past month of, of Christmas memories, um, one of them is Christmas Eve when I still lived in New Jersey before we moved to Florida. And we would have a big Christmas Eve night at our house. That was the big time where our whole family would come together on my mom's side. And he would gather at our house. And, and I would always go to Christmas Eve service. My grandfather, my pop-up would take me. My mom would always come with me, and any other person I could talk into going. Sure. And so every year was a different couple of other people. But every once in a while, you know, an aunt, an uncle, a cousin would say, why not? And they would come, and that was like an impromptu ask. Like, we're leaving in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go? And, and you just never knew who was going to show up and say, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. You know, but I asked. You know, the worst they can say is no. And, and you know, it's, by the way, it's harder to say no to your nephew um, than it is most other people, I would think. And so, because I got some people who would say yes, and the rest of the family would go, what? They're actually going to go? And they would. And so, so there's, it's never too late, never too late, especially with family who are maybe coming over to the house and saying, hey, you know, come over a little earlier, come and stay a little later, come, why not hang out with us? We got, we got some amazing things going on. Share about that. Some amazing things that would make them feel welcome and comfortable. And it's out of the ordinary. We don't have some of these things every week. That's right. Well, I think even when we think about the services, you know, and we have um, a full service involving the whole family. So when you come, your kids are with you and they're enjoying the service together. We've got we've got a fun thing that is rather a tradition of Crosswinds, and it's these photo booths. So you come in and you you take a picture with your family. You have a memory. I have many of those memories on my office wall and on my refrigerator at home of different people that I've gotten to put a funny hat on with or take a serious picture as a family. And you just don't see those around as much anymore. So that's a lot of fun. You know, we can do that kind of a thing. We've got just some special elements within the service that we're looking forward to. It's it's always, um, boy, does, ne- does it not get you in the Christmas spirit when you're able to come, you'll see the church lit up. You'll see the decorations from outside when you start to make your way in, and then you make your way in, you hear the Christmas music, you see the trees, you see everybody, not that it's required, certainly, to be dressed up. You can come as you are, and we love that. But some people, that's a tradition of theirs, and they they I only (laughs) semi-dress up. Well, people get dressed up, and it's just, it's like like coming out for a celebration, and I'll tell you, as a believer, it is a celebration, isn't it, of what... Um, the Lord has done for us. And so we just get excited about that. The You'll see people around who are welcoming you and excited to see you, not who are pressuring, but just who are welcome to see you, are grateful to see you and will welcome you well. I have to just share that I remember the first time I ever went to a Christmas Eve service. It was one of those midnight services many, many years ago. I was a child, but I remember it, you know, and I was probably eight, seven or eight And a family friend took me because my parents uh, at that time did not attend church either. I'll never forget it. I had to borrow somebody's pretty jacket because I didn't have one. And... um, But we paid attention to all of those things. And I went to that service and... um, Again, I'll never forget it. It was like the start of my journey when I think back. And for me to be able to remember that at that age, it made an impression. And so let's not neglect that. You know, and and what I really like about... And I can say this because really the only part of the service that I put a lot of energy into is the message, which I look forward to, and, and I've been like working on thinking about for a while, right? Um, but so I, so I brag on the team. I'm not bragging on myself. I'm bragging on the team, uh, those who are part of Crosswinds who are investing really what turns out to be months 
uh, for this particular week, you know, this Christmas Eve service is, right? But yes. The, and um, it, it's such a great mix of what I call sort of traditional. We have a traditional candle lighting yes. part of the service. Um, but there'll be some parts that, that people will be surprised we do in church. Uh, there's some video stuff we do that, that people will go, that's certainly not traditional. That's not even normal, you know, in the sense of it's this fun, fun mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just a great mix of traditional and, and you know, just sort of fun. And, you know, the songs, you know, are mixed that way, too. There'll be some traditional, some things done a little differently. And so there's really something there. Um, for the people who, yeah, you're a believer, you're coming, you're, you're coming to celebrate the birth of Christ. It, it's great for a person who's coming and saying, you know what, I, I'm just, I need to know more about what this means. What is Christmas really about? They're going to learn about that. And, and, I'll t- and I hate to even say this because some people are going to be critical about this, but I'm just going to be honest with you. Even the person that doesn't really give a rip about Christmas mm. will enjoy the service. Yes. And who knows that in the midst of that service they're enjoying, if God doesn't just grab their heart and draw them to Him, absolutely. And and you know, for me, you know, that's just um, the beauty of Christmas. Uh, one of the things we were talking about before the podcast, Betty, was Christmas is so unique because in Western culture, so many of the church holidays, if you will, and I'd even put Easterness to a certain extent, aren't really excited. People don't celebrate them, right? They may celebrate Easter because it's a long weekend. They may, you know, look at some of the other many things on the traditional church calendar. Even churches don't celebrate anymore. But Christmas, Western culture slows down or speeds up, so to speak. But, you know, for the 24th and the 25th, it's the only time where if if a store is going to be closed, that's when it's going to be closed. Yes. You know, Um, if people aren't going to go anywhere, they're going to go somewhere for family but outside of that, it's sort of still a protected time. And so um, to not take advantage of that as followers of Christ, uh, to invite the people who we're praying about, our friends and our family, to come and be a part of a service that I know they're going to enjoy, um, for the most part, I guess it would be maybe someone who may not, because they don't like things that are fun and exciting and, and all that. But if they like things that are fun and exciting and, and with a purpose, they'll certainly like the service. Well, they will love, again, not only the service, but the community that they're going to receive there. And they're getting a picture of what Crosswinds is on that evening. So imagine if you invite a family friend, um, someone that maybe God has laid on your heart, and I know he has. So just pay attention and listen to who those people might be. And if you invite that family friend for services tomorrow, then uh, wait and see what God will do with that. They will get to see... Uh, a community of people who truly do care about one another, who truly do want, who who care about another's relationship with Christ and understand the importance of um, sharing that message, uh, sharing the truth of what God uh, has provided for us and given for us and desires for us. All of those things will come out, but in an atmosphere, in a fun celebratory um, atmosphere, because again, that's what Christmas is. It's about celebration. Yeah, I mean, it's right in the name. Right. Right. Yes. Christmas, the celebration of Christ. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and I love the fact that, you know, I've had friends who go, I can't stand it when people put Xmas, you know, mm. because they're trying to cross out Christ. But any of us who, who have studied Greek and even a little bit know that that X, the Chi, is, is, is actually a, a Greek uh, uh, symbol that the church has used for years to represent Christ themselves. And so I like to say, you can't even cross out Christ using an X because uh, it still means Christmas. 
mm-hmm. the celebration of Christ. And, and you know, what a better time to, to introduce people to why we're so excited about what the Lord has done. Uh, yeah, you began to mention it earlier, but culture is all about it. You know, in the songs that we hear in our public um, spaces. Yeah, do you have in your notes to, to the Wesley? Uh, everyone will be familiar with the title, but read the read the, the the words right there of this song. But I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna hear in a mall. Uh, you may hear in, a, in in any store you go into. Uh, have heard actually over the past month or so. Yeah, so um, the words, do you want me to say the name of the song first? Yeah, name just, of the song, yeah. Okay, so it's Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Now, you're all going to be familiar with this, right? Because you'll hear it, I don't even know how many times over, and or many you versions, have heard right? it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, listen to these words. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, held the incarnate deity, pleased with us in flesh to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. Meaning God with us. Yeah, Ex- it's just so powerful. Absolutely. You don't. So to be able to hear those songs playing in our public spaces uh, just opens the door of opportunity for us. And especially at Christmas, when, like you said, um, Craig, people take a pause, they step back for a minute. Um, It may seem like it's a fast pace, but on that Christmas Eve, people slow down for a minute. And it's an opportunity for us to join together and celebrate. And, and we're, you know, full disclosure, and people need to know this, um, we're putting all of our energy into this Christmas Eve service. Yes. And so we're not doing service on Sunday, the 25th. We're, we're doing that all on Saturday, the 24th. And for those who say, you're not doing church on Sunday, yeah, we're doing it on the Sabbath this year. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing it on the actual uh, Sabbath, which is a Saturday. So, we, you know, uh, we're doing it there because of all the energy and the focus of making sure that this first and foremost honors God. Uh, all, everything we do is, is to his glory. But then second, allows for those who know Christ to have an experience of worshiping and remembering and honoring him. And then those who don't, to be introduced to that. Yes. So everything else we do, all the fun stuff, the candlelight, all that is for a purpose, and that's to glorify God, give us an opportunity to worship. And by the way, I believe we can laugh when we worship, mm. mm-hmm. um, but also to to engage those who have yet to receive Christ as Lord and Savior, knowing that one of our one of our two services that probably has the the highest number of people who make first time decisions for Christ is Christmas Eve and Easter. Yes. And so it's a tremendous opportunity and a reason why we put so much energy into it, um, because it's what I like to call one of the great gimmies our culture still gives Mm us, of being able to invite people who normally don't go to church and have them show up. And I want them to know they're welcome. Mm -hmm. And if I don't see them for another year, they're welcome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's between them and God that that what takes place in their life. We're just here to help them take their next step if if they allow us to do that. That's our honor to do. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with you 100%. And so we do have those services at 2, at 4, and at 6. So depending on when that works for your family and friends. And you know what? Here's a challenge to you is to take a risk and ask. And if they say, no, it's okay. It hasn't changed. You've succeeded. Right. It hasn't changed. If you've asked, that's what God's asked you to do. Absolutely. The rest is between them and the Lord. That's right. And you haven't lost a friendship over it. You haven't lost a family member over it. You've just asked. And uh, here's another challenge. If they can only come at two, but your whole family's coming at four, join them. You know, maybe that's an opportunity for you to be able to share 
uh, something about uh, the Lord, what the Lord has done in your life, uh, a, a positive story of a change that's happened in your own life. Um, these are just doors of opportunity. Like you said, Craig, we don't always get, but these are certain times of year that um, that's available to us, and how could we not take advantage of that? And I always get excited every year of having people who I know who are part of our church family here coming up so excited about someone who said yes. Yes. Who are mm-hmm. showing up and coming with mm-hmm. them, whether it be a sometimes it's children, adult children, sometimes it's 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 family, neighbors, whatever. But it, it, it's amazing when with the people who ask and they come, um, what it does to the heart of the person um, at Christmas. And I can't think of a better gift than exposing someone to the to a service like this and with the opportunity of God drawing them closer to him. And the conversation it leads to afterwards. So you've attended a service together. You may go home to your own families, uh, but there are conversations that can happen uh, later on, you know. Yeah, let me just uh, wrap up with a Christmas thought. So yeah. we've been talking a lot about encouraging people to come and, and be a part of the Christmas Eve service, so they will come out, and you can give the times again in a moment, um, because we can't say them enough, because if you don't come at those times, you won't be coming at the right time. Um, but I, but before we even go any further with that, I, I just one of one of my favorite. And it's a simple simple verse, but one of my favorite Christmas passages, and it's a Christmas verse really, is Isaiah seven fourteen. It says, "Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign: Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel." And as I pointed out earlier with the Christmas song that you shared that that Wesley wrote, um, that that term Emmanuel means God with us. And I say this quite a bit because it's just one of the most profound statements I've ever read. It's a paraphrase of John 1. And it talks about that whole idea that that God comes into the world, right? And in that paraphrase of the scriptures, it says God moved into our neighborhood. And I love that because it speaks of intimacy, you know, that, that Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. And I think sometimes, especially during the Christmas season, you know, some people who are listening to this, it's difficult for them to celebrate. Maybe they lost a loved one. Uh, maybe they're going through a really difficult situation. Maybe everything's erupted, and they did have a tradition of coming to Christmas Eve service, but for some reason the thought of it is just too difficult. I want, you, I want to leave you with this thought. God is with you. He came to, to be our Savior. He came to help us. He gives us this very spirit that the Scripture calls the Great Helper. Uh, to give us what we need uh, this time of year. And, and so maybe maybe you'll be surprised by God if, if you're saying, I, I just I don't know if I can do that this year. Maybe you'll be surprised by God if you just allow him to give you the strength to come and fellowship, maybe to, to not think of all the distractions that also Christmas oper- uh, season presents us with, and just for what will end up being about an hour, Allow the Lord to minister to you. As you worship him, allow the very Spirit of God to minister to you and give you what you need this Christmas season. So invite a friend, but let me tell you something. Come on out yourself. Come, come and see what God wants to do. And you know, the series uh, that we're in, uh, that we'll be wrapping up actually tomorrow, is a Christmas to remember. And, and allow this Christmas to, to, to highlight the very first Christmas. That, that's a Christmas to remember. But we, it's a play on words, too. What we're hoping is, is that this Christmas will also, because of that first Christmas, be a Christmas to remember for you, and yes, for your friends, and yes, for your families.
Yeah. So, so out the times again. Absolutely. So it's at 2 o'clock, at 4 o'clock, and at 6 o'clock. Um, each service, uh, we will have people helping you get seated. So hopefully we can get everybody seated together with your families. Uh, you can go to crosswinds.church. You're probably going to say that later, Craig, but that's our website for more information. We have information right on there to help you. And I also want to say, you know, I have a family member who lives um, uh, in another part of the country, and I am sharing with them as well because they can watch that service online. You know, so if they don't have a home church right now, which I know this pr- particular individual does not, um, I'm encouraging them to watch the service online as well because it, it will be live. But if you're near us and present, it's it's uh, you should be here. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't know anyone who can, maybe you know someone who can't even get out of the house. Sure, what a mm-hmm. great way to bring Christmas Eve service to them. Yes. And so, as you said, I was just thinking that that's that's a great opportunity for for those to to do that as well. Well, I think we've we've let people know how much we're excited about this service, how yes. much we we hope to to see them there. And I guess my last words would be: I hope to see you there. Uh, I hope to see you come on out, bring a friend, bring family. Um, uh, it, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. We look forward to meeting you. Absolutely. And so for this podcast, I want to say thank you again for joining us. Uh, join with me next week. Uh, next week, we're going to actually be talking about uh, what, what, a, what a fresh start looks like for the new year. And so I invite you to, to listen to that podcast. And remember to check out, we've already said it, but crosswinds.church. Uh, you can actually, if you're like, man, I didn't write down those times of the service, guess what? You can find it at crosswinds.church. You can find the services at crosswinds.church. There's a ton of stuff you can find at crosswinds.church. And so check out the website. You can communicate with us about this podcast there as well. But for now, be blessed and bless others and have a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you.